to know. Now, uh, there's a, a big election coming up in a month, a little over a month, in uh, Oro Valley. Mayor and, uh, and three council seats. And it could, it could uh, turn the power. Uh, Oro Valley's got the nice paved roads. <clears throat> but if you've listened to this show, um, you've heard me talk a lot about uh, the golf course, the reckless, irresponsible, crony purchase that Satish Hiremath, the current mayor of Oro Valley, uh, has made, which cost taxpayers over $2 million bucks a year to cover the losses. Yeah. Again, bought the golf course, Hilton El Conquistador, for his uh, buddy. The town, he had the town buy it for his buddy, Humberto Lopez, HSL Properties, because he wanted the Hilton. He didn't want to have to deal with the money-losing golf course. But Hilton said, if you want to keep the name Hilton, you have to keep, you have to have golf and tennis. So Satish steps in and buys it. Helps out his buddy. And Satish is more than welcome to talk about this, by the way. Uh, but the guy that's opposing him is Joe Winfield. Joe, welcome to KNST. How you doing, man? Good morning, Garrett. I'm doing great. All right, so thank you for having me you on your got, show. You got. I know there's other issues regarding Oro Valley, but when a town which is not very big loses a couple of million bucks a year on an irresponsible golf course purchase, to me that's kind of a big deal. So I want to get your take on you know maybe why it happened, how it happened, how you may deal with it. What's your take on this whole golf course situation? Yeah, thanks, Garrett. I appreciate that. You know the incumbents are uh, running on a platform of proven leadership. Uh, so the question is, Garrett. Uh, so what have they proven? They've proven that uh, they are very willing to accept uh, tens of thousands of dollars uh, from special interests. Uh, chief among those special interests, as you've mentioned, is HSL. In the past uh, three elections, they've uh, uh, HSL has uh, given uh, the mayor and council over eighty thousand dollars, and uh, that that's that's not changing. In two thousand eighteen, our most recent uh, financial reports show that uh, the mayor has received an $8,000 contribution from HSL. Wow. So, the, yeah, I mean, so it, it continues. Uh, and so the result of that has been, you know, they've, they've proven that they can do backroom deals with camp, campaign contributors like HSL, as you've said, previous owner of the El Conquistador Golf Courses. So the benefit to HSL has been, of course, the sale price of a million, Plus, they've pocketed nearly $5 million in operation and maintenance savings. So, so the mayor and council have put in uh, Lopez's pocket $6 million while taking out of the taxpayers of Oro Valley's pocket almost $11 million. Wow. Yeah, $11 but, million in losses. That, 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 this, well, this is just insane. It's not $11 million in losses, so let's hmm. be clear. Hmm. That's a million dollars for the purchase price. That's a seven million dollar loss and about two point seven million in capital investment. Okay, for a to- for a total of uh, ten and a half million. Okay, I got you on that. Thank you for the clarification on that. And by the way, Steve Shiremath yeah. is more than welcome to come on the show, and uh, and he, he never ever wants to. Um, and that's just fine. I've gotten, by the way, I've gotten emails from people, you know, that uh, that say it's time to move past. I, it wasn't a good thing, but it's time to move past this, and I don't buy that. If you were the mayor at the time, um, I mean, would you have even thought about doing this? Buying that golf course? I, I, would, I would not have thought about it. I was on the Parks and Recreation Advisory Board. I mean, I think it was clear to any rational person with uh, the golf industry and a downtrend with the area saturated with golf that this was a bad deal from the start. And uh, I, I can't. Uh, the only thing that uh, makes sense to me, uh, Garrett, is the fact that uh, HSL has contributed so significantly to this mayor and council to ensure that they get reelected, but I don't believe that's going to happen 
uh, this time, no matter how much uh, money throws uh, Lopez throws at uh, the mayor and council. Man, oh, man, oh man. Joe Winfield is who you're listening to. He is running for mayor up in Oro Valley. He's on KNST AM 790. And, you know, listen, Oro Valley is a small town. Um, you're, are you just a working guy? Do you have any skin in the game? Why are you doing this? <laughs> I, I, I am. Yeah, I'm, I am a, a working guy, absolutely. And uh, my, the skin in the game, so in my, in my financial report that I submitted along with the mayor, the mayor's had $21,000 in donations. Approximately 19000 of that is coming from uh, special interest. Anybody can go to my financial report. There's over 70 donations from the uh, broad-based community support is what that shows. Anywhere from 5 bucks to... As much as fifteen hundred, I've contributed five thousand of my own money into this campaign because I believe so strongly that we need a change in our local government. Um, uh, when when it comes to uh, this golf course, I mean, is there a solution? Uh, I mean, have you looked at the uh, the contract? What will happen? You know, should it be shut down? Yeah. Will Oro Valley be penalized? Uh, you know, there there definitely are solutions, but I think part of the solution is recognizing that there's a problem. And that's, that's part of the problem with this mayor and council is that they seem to refuse to accept that there's a problem. Some on council won't even accept the fact that they've bought a golf course. They keep saying, we bought a community center. Well, I got news for you. Along with that uh, clubhouse are 45 holes of golf. So I think what the community needs, Garrett, is some straight talk about this golf course and how we move forward. Uh, the the contract is a 585-page contract. We, we had to obtain it through a Freedom of Information Act request. We have an attorney reviewing it. What I know of the contract to date is that it guarantees management by a private golf management company. So it takes off the table the town managing this course. It also gives priority of golf and tennis bookings to hotel guests. As you mentioned, the branding of El Conquistador name stays on this. So it gives the impression or illusion that this is an El Conquistador property when, it, when it's actually the town's property. And uh, uh, HSL also has the right to lease if the town discontinues uh, golf operation. So where, where, where do we go with this? First of all, straight talk, daylight this contract to understand what exactly the mayor and council's contractual obligations they've uh, entered into for the town. I think an important step is to renegotiate or terminate the term contract, and that's set to expire in June 2019. If it doesn't expire, it just automatically rolls over into another five-year contract. To me, that's just unacceptable. Uh, we'll revisit the National Golf Foundation Option B, which is 27 holes. There's a possible 500 savings, uh, annual savings for that particular option. And for whatever reason, the mayor and council have chosen the more expensive option, which is option A, the 36 holes. Mm. I remember, and this is Joe Winfield, who you're listening to, running for mayor in Oro Valley. I had uh, a gentleman on, really smart guy, whose whole business, 25 years experience, turning around money-losing golf courses and hotels. And he volunteered his time. He put into bid. The, the town said, we want, we want ideas. He gave his ideas to turn it around, and they totally ignored him. Uh, because he said there's so much waste. He said, you know, you, you have a large staff. What's your termination policy? And at that point, they fire government employees. No way. It's insane. It's absolutely yeah. insane. Joe, can you hang on for me for a minute? I want to talk more about that. Uh, besides the golf, I mean, some of you your bet. ideas. Uh, and thank you very much, Joe Winfield's on KNST AIM 790. Talk about um, uh, 
the anti-business sentiment, that's another thing that I get. People think that Oro Valley, you know, it's, 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 a, it's pretty good economically. Got paved roads. But uh, when I hear from contractors and potential business owners and business owners, they say it is so anti-business. Want to get some ideas on that. Uh, and it's just more about what, what he thinks. Because the people that are against Joe uh, and, and the crew that's running say that they don't want any new things to happen in Oro Valley. So we get to that as well. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Um, let's go back to Joe Winfield running for mayor in Oro Valley. Joe, thanks for hanging on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, uh, listen, um, n- nobody's going to agree on everything, but I-, I have to ask you this cause I've been getting emails from people and I've been curious too. Um, and it's, it's kind of a, a BS tactic. I think from the mayor, the mayor thinks that he's, uh, being, uh, I, I hate the word progressive. It just bothers me, but like kind of modern kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're building things, doing things, blah, blah, blah. And, the word is, the word out on you and the other three candidates for council is that you guys don't want any building. You're like the NIMBY crowd, uh, and you'd oppose any kind of development. Is that true? There, there, there could be nothing further from the truth. You know, I've lived in this community for 22 years, um, and uh, people are going to move here. We, we want to be welcoming. Uh, development is going to continue. I know the mayor and council, again, they've turned to their special interests, the uh, Realtors Association to put out false information about uh, the other candidates and myself. I, I want to categorically say there will be there will not be a moratorium on development. This this wouldn't even be legally possible or permissible. It's ridiculous. Uh, there's nearly 2,000 homes currently zoned for development in Oro Valley. Uh, development is going to continue. Uh, now, I mean, it's going to come to an end at some point because we're nearing built out. So we're about 85, 86% built out. So it's, uh, there's finite land within our current boundaries, but uh, there will be no moratorium on development. It's ridiculous. Uh, and, and, and here's the, and that's why I wanted to get it out there because I listen as much as I don't want the golf course purchase to ever happen again. And I have a strong, uh, let's face it. I have a strong, um, I have a strong opinion toward Satish and the rest of the uh, council members. Um, I so want to make I. sure, you know, we're, I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I want to make sure that, look, Oro Valley was a sleepy retirement place, and I get it, and blah, blah. But now, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it was named the best place to raise a family. It beat out Scottsdale. So you have a whole bunch of younger families in there, and, you know, there needs to be restaurants and businesses and things like that. Absolutely. And I think some important first steps. So when the uh, mayor and council got us into this golf fiasco, they also increased the sales tax by 25%. Yes. Uh, to help subsidize golf at $50 a round. So just keep that in mind every time you see a golfer on the golf course. And this isn't, I mean, golfers aren't the uh, enemy here. Golfers are good people. Golfers are my neighbors. Unfortunately, the mayor and council's poor decision has poisoned golf in a sense uh, because of this heavy tax subsidy that we, the people, we, the voters, had no uh, voice in. Uh, And, you know, in working to curb these golf losses, I think one of the best things that we can do for local business and especially retail business and other businesses is to, is to work to reduce the sales tax. You know, a lot of people have uh, voted with their feet, and unfortunately they've gone out uh, to do their shopping out of Oro Valley because they simply can't stomach uh, subsidizing uh, golf at these uh, significant losses year after year. I mean, you think about it. When you make a purchase, 25% of that sales tax is earmarked for golf. So I think one of the things that we can do is to work to reduce the sales tax. 
the mayor keeps saying that uh, the golf course is breaking even. If it's breaking even, then throttle back on the sales tax that they uh, increased. If it's breaking even, then why why introduce a $6 million bond? Why go into debt for capital investments? Well, they're doing those things because they they very, they very know that they're not breaking even, that, that they're, the losses are deeper than what they could ever imagine, and they, they simply will not be honest with the community. I think the other, uh, another important thing is for the town to stop competing with local businesses. We had an event at uh, Z Pizza a couple weeks ago, and I was talking to Rob, the owner. You know, summers are hard for our local businesses because there's such a uh, uh, people leaving, and uh, he goes into the red in his restaurant. Uh, he, he gets a loan from the bank, they're good to him, and then he climbs out of that as, uh, as uh, winter visitors uh, begin to return. You know, and just you think about it. Here, here's Rob down the street from the Overlook restaurant, which we've been subsidizing, and it's been losing money from the start. We should have never got into the restaurant business as a town. And it's those kinds of things that just they didn't make sense three years ago. Why the town has continued doing that uh, makes no sense. And if I'm mayor, uh, there will be no competing with local businesses. Uh, I, I'd like yeah. – I've heard – go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. Uh, so, in, you know, I've, I've been canvassing since April. We've had over uh, 20 uh, meet, meet and greets. And among the conversations I've had is with small business owners, and they're frustrated. Uh, I've talked with an architect. He was working with St. Mark's Catholic Church. They paid a, a quarter of a million dollars more because of, uh, at least in his view, unnecessary uh, regulations and oversight by the town. I, and and this is just repeat. We had a woman at a meeting this past week, frustrated, had a small local business, and she feels like she just gets grief from the town. I'd like to establish a small business task force, to, you know, to really identify practical ways the town can be more business friendly. And that's a big thing. And Joe Winfield's on KNST AM seven ninety. We only have about a minute left. Um, but you know what? What can you do? Because people think or Valley business. People have money. It's got to be great. But I know business owners. I know a buddy of mine. It's taken him almost two years to open up a business out in Oro Valley. Uh, you know, you have different. They don't even know what's going on. They were told their landscape plan is wrong uh, by the town. They said, "What? What can we plant?" Well, you have to go to the town hall. Everything they planted, they told they weren't. They couldn't plant was already planted at town hall. It's like they don't know. So, how can you straighten that out? Can the mayor do something about that? Well, absolutely, the mayor can do something about that. I mean, the mayor and the council provide. Uh, direction and policy to the staff. And, and, and part of it, uh, uh, Garrett, is being out in the community and talking with business owners. I mean, the, the, the part contributing to this problem is that the mayor and council are out of touch. And uh, so it's being in the community, it's talking with business owners, and absolutely the mayor and council can make a difference to, uh, to be more friendly to, uh, to our local businesses and to be inviting uh, to uh, businesses that are wanting to come into town. Okay. Uh, I tell you what, so um, where can people find out more? I'm sure we'll get you on, and I, you know, I'll, of course, reach out to Satish and be rebuffed. Uh, but sure. Where can people find out more about you and, and your fellow candidates? Okay, if they go to my website, joewinfieldmayor.com, there's links to the other candidates. So that's joewinfieldmayor.com. And I invite them to do that. Uh, we also have Facebook sites. All that information is at our at our web that they can uh, get links to all the other candidates. 
And I really appreciate the time, uh, Garrett. Sure, four point, years was yeah. four well, years was enough with this mayor and council. Eight years was too much. Twelve years is unthinkable. I, well, I got it really quick. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting inundated with emails, and I got an email. Joyce Jones Ivy is another council. She's running for for council. She wants, you know, she's she's on the the same. She is as right. So we have Melanie Barrett, yeah. Joyce Jones Ivy, and Josh Nicholson. Yep. And, but it says right here on her page from ArizonaList.org. Uh, her background about what she wants and wants uh, wants to do. She will advocate for a moratorium on development and call for impact studies on current and future growth. Is that I, true? I I have a hard time believing that. What I, I I have a hard time believing it, but I will follow up, uh, Garrett. Please do. And uh, but that that that's not the Joyce that I know. Okay. Please do. Please let me know, because if there's stuff that's inaccurate out there, she better fix that. But uh, that's the one fear that I have as well, is that you can't just all of a sudden, you know, build six pickleball courts and call it a day, you know? Right. Um, I, I, I agree with you. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Joe, Joe Winfield, man, thanks for the time today, and I'm sure we'll get you on before uh, before it's all said and done, okay? Garrett, I hope so. Thank Please you. vote. Yeah, only, yeah. Thank you very much. I No, you can say that. I only say that uh, only smart people vote. That's what I say. Don't screw up my life.